Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Misadventures with the Narcissist. Thank you so much for being here. And I wanted to give you a quick update in today's episode about last episode where I said that I was um, filing a motion for contempt or motion of contempt in court. And I wanted to give you a quick update. And then I wanted to do a quick episode today. Hopefully, we're going to keep it on the shorter side. But I wanted to talk about red flags and kind of how to know if somebody's a narcissist and at the same time with that um, sort of combined i want to talk about my message to the narcissist new supply so maybe not exactly my message but just a few things that i would like to say to the narcissist new supply but we are going to do it in the format of red flags that she is not seeing at all with the narcissist and also things that I'm going to look for moving forward, things that all of you can look for when you are dating somebody new. So I'm hoping that this will sort of serve as like um, um, all in one message to the new supply and then also red flags to look for. So if you are ready for that, um, let's go ahead and get started. So first, I wanted to give you a quick update from last week's or last episode. So where I left you guys was that the narcissist um, and I were going back and forth via email and he messaged me a bunch of times. So um, I ended up, if you have not listened to that episode, please go back and make sure to listen to it. But if you did not listen to it, I wanted to give you a quick update of what happened. So, and just a quick, um, a quick overview. So the narcissist ended up taking me off of his life insurance policy and added his girlfriend to, as the beneficiary of his life insurance policy. Um, policy. So me and the children were completely removed and he added on his girlfriend slash fiance as the beneficiary of his life insurance policy. And I kind of had a feeling he did that. So I asked him about it and he did admit he did it. Um, So I said, if you don't change it back, then we're going to have to go to court. And I never heard back from him. So instead of waiting any sort of length of time, I decided to file in court. So we had our phone call set. So we didn't go exactly to trial or to court, obviously, because we had not discussed this amongst ourselves or anything like that. But the judge or the, um, I don't know what the word is, magistrate or the judge or whoever um, the person is, at the local courthouse, they decided that we were going to have a phone call first to discuss everything. And the narcissist asked me to cancel the phone call because he um, he claimed that he put me back on as the beneficiary of his life insurance policy. So um, I still went ahead with the phone call. We had our phone call, I think, either the next day or the day after. And Um, I did not respond to any of his messages about canceling the phone call, but he did send me a message that said, hey, I did change you back. Here's proof, but the proof wasn't really proof. It was just an email from his life insurance company saying that that something was being addressed. So it, it didn't say this 
the name had been changed or anything like that. It just said, we received your request and we were working on it and we will update you as soon as it's done. So there was nothing with my um, with my name. So then he finally sent me something that said, hey, I updated my life insurance. You're now the beneficiary again. But it was, he updated with my married name, which I have not used in seven years now. Um, so I don't know why he would, well, I do know why, but um, why he would update with a name that I no longer use. So I replied back to him and I said, hey, um, this is not my name. You know, this is not my name. I have not used that name for seven years. Can you please update this with my current name um, and send me another screenshot that it's been updated? So that was, I want to say like a month ago, <laughs> um, almost a month ago, maybe like three and a half weeks ago, and he still has not updated it. So we had our court phone call a, a day or two later and basically the way that went they said hey if we prefer that you address this on your own he needs to change it back um and as long as we know that he's taking steps to change it back then we're gonna close the case here um and there's nothing further that you can do so we both agreed you know he's like yes i'm in the process of changing it I agreed. I was like, yes, he showed me a screenshot. He put the wrong name. He did say he's in the process of changing it to my right name. Um, but basically there was not much else that they can do after that. So they're just like, we're going to close the case. We're going to let you deal with this. And I said, how do I know that he's not going to change it back anytime he wants? And they said, well, honestly, there's nothing we can do about that. Um, we just would hope that he can be trusted not to change it. Now we all know that narcissists cannot be trusted and he probably will change it a few more times or continue to give me issues with this. But basically the court was like, you know, if, if he continues, like if this happens again, then you can file again. But basically there's nothing we can do unless he really doesn't change it. And then you can pursue some sort of like legal action or jail time or something like that, which I hope it doesn't get to there. But basically they were like, you just, you do figure it out on your own. Sounds like you're on the good, on the right track here. And we're just going to pull out of this case and you to handle it on your own. And we'll trust both of you to make the right decision. So I was like, fine, whatever. That is something that we can do. So I messaged the narcissist and I said, hey, can you send me proof that this has been done? And he didn't respond uh, again. And then finally, a few days later, after the phone call, he responded and said, hey, I have submitted this to my life insurance company a few times. They, for some reason, they are not correcting it. They're not changing it. I will keep you posted. And now <laughs> I've had to change a bunch of things on my life insurance policy too. And they were able to update it for my account within two days and send me proof. So the fact that he's saying that they are having trouble changing a last name on his life insurance policy beneficiary sounds really, really sketchy. So I don't know if he's just not like if he wants to string me along and make me stress out and he's changed it, but he's telling me that it hasn't been changed. Who knows what he's up to? He's literally capable of anything at this point, but it's been almost a month later. I have no proof that my name has been changed 
to my current last name on his life insurance policy as per our divorce decree. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And when I, I have emailed him a couple of times and I said, can you give me an update? And every time he responds, he says, still working on it, still working on it. I don't know why they can't update it. Now, I don't, I don't believe that they have not been able to update it yet because it's literally just changing the last name. So um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to email him again today just to see what's going on. But that is the quick update. Wanted to give you guys a quick um, overview of what's been happening. So in case you're wondering, yeah, my name is still not um, my correct name on his life insurance policy. Surprise, surprise. But now let's talk about my message to the new supply. And if she is listening, I'm pretty sure that my my ex-husband's family is listening. I'm pretty sure that he's listening. Maybe he's been able to hide this from her because why would he want her to listen to this podcast and expose him? He probably will not want that. So I doubt she's listening, but um, I know his parents are listening and I know he's listening. So this is a message for the new supply, the girlfriend, the fiance, the future wife, of the narcissist. This is what I want to tell her. Um, And this is also what I wanted to share with you as the listeners that these could be some red flags if you are dating someone. Now, there is um, a disclaimer here. And my disclaimer is that just because somebody does one of these things, that does not make them a narcissist. And some people can do these things and not be narcissists. So I'm not saying here that if the person you're dating or the person you're marrying or someone you know, I'm not saying if they do this, then that means they're not a narcissist. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that these are some red flags that are more likely to be done by a narcissist. So you should watch out and be careful and reevaluate your relationships if your partner, future partner, um, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, um, whoever is doing any of these things. Again, I am not saying because he's doing these things that he's a narcissist, but chances are um, many narcissists have these things in common. And I would love to hear from you if your narcissist has done this as well. So just send me a DM on Instagram and let me know, um, let me know about it. But I wanted to talk about three red flags today and there's so many more. Maybe I'll do a follow-up episode, but today I wanted to talk about the three main red flags that, um, my ex-husband's current fiance needs to know and should know and should be thinking, hmm, the person that I'm with is doing this. Could that mean XYZ? And by XYZ, I mean, could that mean that he's a narcissist? So, um, so yeah, so let's talk about these three things. So the first one is that he has no problem with breaking commitments. So this is something that the fiance saw clearly when 
my ex-husband, her fiance, um, decided to leave his job. So if you guys remember, my ex-husband left our state and the kids and left me to raise the kids. Um, and he left for a job about three years ago, maybe two and a half years ago now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about, it's been about two and a half years. So he, um, after he told me that he was going to stay here through our kids' high school, literally like a, um, a week later, he told me he was leaving or he told me he was applying for jobs out of state. And then like within a month, he was gone. Um, but so he told me he was going to stay here. Then he broke that promise to me among many promises. I don't literally don't think there's any promises he's kept to me. Um, he broke that promise and left, but here's the, the kicker. So he signed a two-year contract with his new company that he was going to be there for two years. So they trained him, they paid for him to move. They did all of these things, right? Like they basically, um, had him sign a contract that said he will stay there for at least two years at this new job. And if he didn't, then he would have to pay some sort of fee to cover his uh, moving costs and training and like all of the basically all of the money that his new company had spent to relocate him he would have to pay if he left sooner than two years so you would think that if somebody signs a contract and commits to something for two years that they can keep it um now <laughs> you guys know what happened he left his job about i think it was about a year and maybe like a year and a half or so after he started. So he did not keep that contract. He broke that contract and had his new company pay all of his fees that the previous employer was going to be charging him with if he left earlier than two years. So the fact that he could not keep his commitment to his job that he stayed at or that he was required to stay at and signed a contract, right? This guy signed a contract um, and left a year and a half later to be with her, basically. So he left because he wanted to be with her and moved to another state where she lived. That is a huge red flag. Now, again, this is not to say that if somebody has to leave a job and if they leave a job then they're a narcissist because i've left jobs before um that is not that's not what i'm implying at all but the fact that he could not keep his contract he could not keep his job for two years even and that he left to go be with her and her children instead of being with his own children that is a huge red flag that i urge you if anybody you are dating right now that you are considering marrying is doing that there is a lot more to look into and it is not just somebody who does not like their job and needs to move because that is not about that at all this is about he cannot keep commitment he can will screw everyone over including his own children so he screwed me over right because he lied to me, told me that he would stay here and raise the kids and he didn't. Then he screwed his job over because he lied to them and said that he would stay there for two years and he didn't. He screwed his kids over 
because he basically left them to raise the new fiance's children, right? Like that is a huge, huge red flag. And the fact that I, I don't know why she's not seeing this as a red flag. She's probably thinking, oh my God, he loves me so much that he's willing to give up everything for me, which is another huge red flag, right? Like no one should really do that for anyone else, not in this context. I'm not saying you should not give up things for someone else. Like that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if somebody is willing to totally um, just break all of their commitments and their contracts, including to their children and their employer. And again, doesn't matter. I don't matter that much because I'm the ex-wife, right? So he has no more loyalty to me or anything like that. But the fact, so the fact that he broke those two main contracts to his children and to his employer to pursue this other woman is a huge red flag. So that is something that I don't know how she's not seeing, um, but to me, that would be a huge red flag. The second red flag is, and I touched on this in the sec in the first red flag, is that he left his children. Now, I totally understand that there are situations where you have like you have no choice but to leave your children. I totally understand like my dad left you know left our country back in communism eastern europe to come to the united states to make a better life for me and my sister and right like that does not make him a narcissist in fact that makes him you know someone who is looking out for the future and um and wanting to create a better future for for his children. So there's a difference between leaving your children so you can create a better future for them and leaving your children because you want to go, you know, sleep with someone else and get married to someone else. That there's the two totally different things. Um and that is a huge red flag. And I think his first job, right? Like the first time he moved when he left the kids two and a half years ago, he kind of chalked it up to, well, I'm doing this so I can create a better future for my children. But there was no plan for him to ever reunite with his children, right? Like there was no plan to be like, okay, in two years, once I pay off my debt and once I make this money, I'm going to come back or I'm going to do this job now, but then I'm going to keep looking for jobs back, you know, back to where the kids are so I can eventually get back to them. Like there was no plan to eventually get back to the children. Whereas with my own dad, right, like there was a plan to get back with the children. But my ex-husband did not have that plan. And I think to me that is a huge red flag because if you have like one thing, uh, like if you're looking at the scale of who are in your lifetime, who are you going to be loyal to, right? There's yourself. So first and foremost, I do think you need to have like self-loyalty and always be loyal to you. 
Then there's being loyal to your spouse or your partner. Um, and that, as we know, is doesn't always stay that way because divorce happens, um, you know, cheating happens, like all of these things happen where your loyalty to someone that you married um, or someone that you decided to spend your life with has to end. And that's totally fine. Like I am not against divorce at all. I think divorce has its place. It's, you know, it's people grow out of love. Like there's a million reasons people get divorced and I am okay with divorce, right? So you don't have to be loyal. Um, even though you signed up to be loyal to this person for life, you don't have to be because people change, things change, circumstances change. So not being lo loyal to your spouse, I totally get it. And uh, it doesn't make sense to stay loyal to someone if you are no longer into being with them and spending your life with them. But with your children, <laughs> I think it's different. And I think, uh, you know, it's not like when you decide to have children, again, there's always circumstances where things come up and things change. But when you are willingly choosing to leave your children and never come back to them again, um, that is you showing that you, again, you cannot be loyal to anyone except for yourself. And when you are only loyal to yourself, that is one of the things that could make you a narcissist. Now, again, I don't want anybody to misconstrue what I'm saying because everybody should be loyal to themselves. But there's a difference between like being self-serving and being loyal. And I think, I think you guys understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you have to like stand by your children's side at all times, even uh, that's not like there, there, there are no absolutes here. These are just red flags that would raise a red flag if I was dating somebody who decided to leave his children. And again, it's he justified it and said, well, I have to leave my children because I have to get this job because if I don't get this job, I will not be able to provide for my children, which I totally get that. Like I understand sometimes we need to make really hard life decisions. We all do. We all need to make those really hard life decisions and sometimes leaving our children as weird or hard as that may be, is what we have to do. And I'm not saying, again, no one is a narcissist just because they love their children for a job. That is not what I'm saying. But the fact that he never had any plans to come back to the kids, his only plan was to try to convince me to move there, which I ended up not doing, but he never had any plans to come back to the kids. And I think the fact that he does not come to visit his kids, they only go to visit him, um, where him and I split the cost, that is a huge red flag again, that I don't know how she does not see that as a red flag. And if somebody, like, again, I am all about making sure, you know, that like your new family feels loved and cared for and included and all of that. And I have no problem with like marrying somebody new and loving their children just as you would love your own. 
again, that is a great thing. That is not a red flag at all. But the fact that he basically pretty much like abandoned his children and replaced them with her children is the, is what is a red flag. And they might justify it and be like, well, no, he sees them twice a year or three times a year and he wants to spend holidays with them and he calls them and, and all of that. But here's the thing. He left the job that he said he needed to have in order to be able to provide for his children, which as a side note, he is paying less money now and contributing less now to raising children than when he was broke and didn't have a job that paid well and was raising his children, right? Like he's paying less now when he's making six figures than when he was barely scraping by <laughs> and almost going bankrupt. So that's just because of the way the child support thing works. So that's a whole other thing where it's like, well, you're not really providing for your children other than what you're spending on um, on the, um, like the monthly child support. And the monthly child support that you're spending now or that he's spending now is like at least three to four times less than what he would be spending if he was literally raising his children. So that whole thing where I'm going to provide more if I have this job that pays more is BS because he's providing less now financially than he ever has when he was when he was almost bankrupt. So um so yeah that whole thing was a lie. And the fact that she's not seeing this and being like, wait, <laughs> you have three children over there and you're spending more money and more time on my children than you, than you do on your own. To me that is a huge red flag. Like if I was to be with somebody who had this behavior and they had children in another state that his ex-wife was raising and all I did was send them money and never came to visit them, only saw them when they came to visit him, to me, that would be a huge red flag. So that's the other second red flag that I don't know how she's not seeing that. And then the third red flag, and this is sort of all-encompassing, is that the relationship that he has with um with the ex-wife right that is a huge red flag and even and the reason i'm bringing this and again she may not know about my relationship with him at all right she may not know how things happen or what i'm like although i'm sure he has told her all the lies and all of that and has blamed everything on me so she probably thinks i'm a horrible person and um, is lucky that he found a way to quote unquote get away and not have me in my life. But the fact that he's treating me the way he is is a huge red flag. And it's like, even with the abuse that I endured from him, I never treated him the way he treated me, right? Even though I had every justifiable right to treat him like crap. I still never treated him like crap. And the fact that he treats me like crap and basically took me to court, cost me money, cost me time, continues to lie, make things difficult, cannot answer a yes or no question, blocked me from contact with him, 
takes days to get back to me, sometimes does not even get back to me. There's no communication. He doesn't care, right, what I am dealing with at all and raising our children. Like he has completely removed himself from my life, which is fine, right? Like he shouldn't be in my life. And I don't mean it that way, but we still have to raise these children together. But the fact that he is not even communicating with me um, about the children at all. Like if the kids have issues, I cannot call him and tell him that they have issues or that I'm struggling with something because he will not answer. Um, and there's been times in the past where he has just ignored my stuff and was just like, I'm not answering that. So, um, so the fact that she does not see this as a red flag is kind of crazy because, and again, I'm sure she, the way he has spun this whole thing and told my story to her is probably the opposite of what happened. He's probably told her that things that he's told my kids that, you know, that I'm toxic, that I'm overbearing, that I'm overprotective, that I'm unstable, that I'm this and that, like all of the things he's told my kids about me, I'm a hundred percent sure he's told her about me. So she's probably thinking, oh yeah, you know, your ex-wife sure does sound like a, an unstable, you know, unstable person. Good thing you don't communicate with her anymore. But that is a huge, huge red flag. And the fact that she's not seeing that, um, and that even the fact that he took me to court when I already have like, you know, so little time. I'm my expenses are through the roof since he left. Inflation is crazy. I don't have as much time to work. Like all of these things, instead of him helping and being like, hey, I know I'm no longer there. How can I help? He is doing the opposite and it's like, how can I make her life more stressful? And by her, I mean mine, <laughs> right? Like in his mind, he's like, how can I make my ex-wife's life even more stressful than it already is. Um, let me take her to court. Let me not answer her messages. Let me block her. Let me, you know, do this and X, Y, Z. All the things that I've talked about on this podcast is a huge red flag. And if or when I am with someone that I'm considering marrying them, it is going to be so important to me how they treat their ex-spouse and how they co-parent together. Because if he's fully checked out of their kids' relationships, if he's fully checked out and went to the trouble of taking his ex-wife to court, blocking her, not answering her messages or anything like that, like having nothing to do with co-parenting um, with the ex-wife, that is a huge sign that someone is a narcissist. Because somebody who is not a narcissist is capable of co-parenting. A narcissist is only capable of parallel parenting. And parallel parenting, I'm sure most of you know, it's basically when it's like he does his thing, I do my thing. There's basically no communication. There's like nothing, right? Normal, healthy adults are able to co-parent. Being in a relationship with a narcissist, you cannot co-parent. You can only parallel parent. And that is a crazy, crazy huge sign that you are dealing with a narcissist. So those are like the three main things where 
I, if she was to literally like look at his behavior and be like, okay, he left his children, he left his job, there's no co-parenting, probably, <laughs> she probably thinks because he's told her that I'm impossible to co-parent with, so he had to choose par parallel parenting, um, which I'm pretty sure is how he has spent this whole thing. Um, but those three things are such huge signs of being in a relationship with a narcissist, and I don't know how she doesn't see it. Um, and maybe she doesn't see it because she's never been exposed to, right? Like I didn't see, I didn't see the narcissism for what, 15 years that I was together with him. So I'm not blaming her, but I am just, I don't know, bringing awareness from a different perspective of if you're with somebody who does these things, especially these three things that I just talked about in this episode, that is a huge sign that they are a narcissist and you need to investigate a little more. You need to um, ask more questions. You need to be more cautious and you definitely need to look at the red flags. So that is what I wanted to share with you guys today in this episode. And I honestly, you know, I started out feeling bad for his new supply and feeling like she has no idea, literally has no idea what she's getting herself into. I, I wish I could warn her. I wish I could, you know, um, like raise the red flag literally and be like, you have no idea what you're in for because he is going to screw you over so bad. You have literally no idea. He's going to abandon you too, just like he abandoned his children just like he's abandoned like every major thing in his life he is gonna abandon you too and she's so like wrapped up into the love bombing stage right now that i i don't think she could see it i think she's probably thinking wow i found myself you know the luckiest man and i'm the luckiest girl and whatever but even the fact like i wanted to just do one more quick red flag here. <laughs> Even the fact that like he promised he promised our son, our 16-year-old son that he's going to contribute $5,000 to his car cuz he's about to get his driver's license in like a week or so and he promised him that he would give him $5,000 to his car and that we would split it through it. So like I would give him 5,000, he would put in 5,000 and um, my ex-husband would put in 5,000 so my son can get his first car. Um, and they've been talking about this for years, right? Like it was literally like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, you know, help you and look at cars and all of that. And the fact that right before, like a few months before, my son is about to get his first car. The narcissist said he doesn't have money <laughs> to help anymore, right? Did not even communicate with me at all. Just told my son, you know, hey, buddy, sorry, I can't give you that $5,000. Um, but, and instead, in front of my son, <laughs> propose, well, not literally in front of him, but proposed to his girlfriend with like, a crazy expensive ring. I don't even know how much her ring cost. I think my kids told me that it was like over 10 grand, but again, I don't know, you know, I don't know the exact number. But the fact that he chose to buy her like a a crazy expensive ring 
and spend all of the money that he had supposedly was going to put aside for my son's um, car and spend it on her and her ring instead is a huge red flag. Like that is such a huge part of love bombing that if you know anything about love bombing, you'd be like, oh my God, yeah, totally. And again, buying someone an expensive ring is not love bombing. That is not what love bombing is. But telling your son that you're going to give him $5,000, changing your mind last minute, then taking that $5,000 and buying your girlfriend a ring so that you can propose the girlfriend that you chose over your kids, right? <laughs> like he's choosing to be with her and her children instead of his own children. If I was her, I would be like, damn, this feels good to have this man so into me and to buy me this, you know, $10,000 ring or whatever. But something is not right here because she, uh, because he just took that money away from his son and gave it to me and my ring <laughs> um, when there's more, like there's less expensive rings that he could have bought. And all of the, like the fact that somebody does that, that is a huge red flag. And I don't know if you guys agree with me. I don't know. Maybe you're listening to me being like, oh my God, you're crazy. Um, like those are not red flags. That's what people do when they're in love with each other, right? Like it's okay for a man to follow his girlfriend and move for her and help her help her raise her children and buy her a $10,000 ring. Like all of those things are are technically okay, right? Like those are not red flags. Those things are okay. But when you consider the background of like what is happening in the background, then those are not okay because, and those, those are red flags. So it's like the fact that he left his children for her is a red flag. The fact that he's love bombing her and buying her a $10,000 ring, but not buying his own son or like putting money towards his own son's car after promising him for years that he would buy it. Like that's a red flag. So I don't want you guys to like misunderstand me and be like, well, there's not a problem with somebody giving you a $10,000 ring because that's not the problem. Um, and him getting a new job is not the problem. And him moving to be with her, like those, that's not the problem. The problem is all of those things that he's not doing as a result of that, because you can be with somebody, right? Like you can be with somebody and still be with your children. You can buy somebody a $10,000 ring and still buy your kid or contribute to their car. Um, you can leave your job and like still be loyal. Like you can still do those things. But when you look at all of the things that are happening behind the scenes and what he is giving up in order to choose these new things, that is the red flag. So I hope you guys are, are understanding um, where I'm coming from. But I'm curious to know if you agree with anything that I've said, or if you're like, no, dude, you're crazy. <laughs> like that those are not red flags. I'm just curious what your guys' take is on this. So I would love if you message me on Instagram, just reach out, send me a DM. And um, I'll leave the link to my Instagram account. It's misadventures with a narcissist on Instagram, but let me know what you think. Would these be red flags for you? Because I know um, 
like when I am on the dating sites or the dating apps and I come across somebody like a man that I'm dating and he's like, oh yeah, my children live in, you know, XYZ with their mom or my children, you know, I haven't seen them in three years. Like to me, that's a huge red flag. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if it's just me um, or if these are my red flags, but I wanted to point them out. And there's so many other things he's done that are red flags, but I wanted to talk about the major ones that to me, at least, if I am meeting somebody and he does these three things, um, I would be like, dude, you are not okay. <laughs> like it is not okay. If somebody, if I was dating somebody right now and they were proposed, proposing to me and they would be like, I'm broke. Um, I can't help my son buy his new car or like, you know, a used car, not a new car, but, um, and then they spend $10,000 on a wedding ring for me. I'd be like, what are you doing? Like something is off and something is not right over here. So anyway, let me know what you guys think. But those are the three main red flags. And then I also wanted to say, to kind of go back to what I was saying before, like I wish I could tell her, again, it's not my place. She will find out for herself sooner or later, you know? But it's like, I, at first I felt bad for her um, that she, you know, she's meeting him and going in so deep because she is in so deep with him right now. <laughs> like the fact that he even put, like took me and his children off of his life insurance, which is for his children and put her name on it. Like that alone is a red flag, <laughs> right? They're not even married yet. They don't even live together. Um, that is a huge red flag. Like how can you take your kid's money away to give it to someone you're not even married to. Anyway, a hu another huge red flag. But, you know, and at first I was like, oh, she sounds so nice because my kids really liked her. But then after the summer, after my kids spending like an entire summer with her and knowing what happened, like, I don't think my kids like her anymore. <laughs> um, and part of me is like, that's awesome. And then part of me is like, well, I don't care, you know, how they feel about her. Um, but, um, like one of my kids has specifically said that she's not a nice person and, um, she's not, um, you know, the kind, kind hearted person that we all thought she was in the beginning. And also I think the fact that like I reached out to introduce myself and she never replied or wrote anything back. It's like, just as a mom, right? Like if you know, your kids are going to spend the whole summer, at someone else's house where who you've never met, um, you don't know what they're like, right? Just the fact that somebody's reaching out just to say hi, so they can at least know the person where their children are going to be spending their summer. <laughs> um, and the fact that she did not reply, like that is not nice at all. And I don't know if she's the narcissist to who, but I don't think there's room for two narcissists in a relationship. So I don't think she's the narcissist and he probably told her not to reply, um, you know, for his own selfish reasons. But just even that, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just don't care. Like I don't really, um, have, I think I'm just neutral. I don't really care about, what she thinks anyway yeah i I'm, i think i'm just at a neutral point which is where i've been um wanting to get for a long time so anyway now i'm just rambling but i'm curious to know what you guys think let me know 
um, what you think of this episode and if you feel the same or what are some of those red flags that you look out for. But anyway, I will end the episode here before I go on too long. And thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm not sure what my next episode will be. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can be alerted as soon as the new episode goes up. Um, but as of now, I don't really have anything else to share about, um, like about anything that's happening currently. There are still things that I want to share. Like I have, you know, something I want to say to my kids and, um, all of that. And even something like a message for my future partner, um, because I do eventually hope to get married again and, you know, and like build a life with someone else. Um, but yeah, I have a message for whoever that person is going to be too. So anyway, I still have more episodes to do, but there's nothing like currently pressing. So I'm not sure when I will be doing the next episode, but in the meantime, make sure to subscribe. Thank you guys for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.